And my dad yelled through the phone at my brother that was in the police, in the police car, hey, son, come visit us. And my dad heard him, yeah, dad, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. But he didn't come. For months, didn't come. One morning, the phone rang. My mom took the phone. It was my brother. He said, hey, mom, I'm in town. Can I come to see you? She said, sure. Here it's your home. It's your house. You belong here. You can come anytime you want. So he came. But this period was so difficult because the relationship between him and my dad and my mom was so a lot of tension. So uh, my dad did something that maybe she, she shouldn't, but it was, it was a bit in the flesh, but uh, with, uh, with a spiritual uh, appearance, he, he said, son, I'm going to read you Proverbs 4, 5, 6, and 7 about the son who shamed his mother. And he read that all through. And at the end, my brother was so mad, he looked at him and said, are you done? He said, yes. So he got mad, left the house again. My mom began to cry. All this mess again. All the same scenario again and again and again. Um, and he went outside, and he jumped in his car to leave the home. But this, this Saturday, it was so cold. It was so freaking cold. You think you know what cold is here? You have no idea what cold is. It was minus a thousand degrees that day. <laughs> and my brother tried to start his car, but the car wouldn't start. It was like... And after two, after two minutes, it was like, <laughs> so he got mad, came in the house, and said, I need to call the garage. My battery's dead. But my dad, that was full in the flesh a couple minutes before, became full of the spirit in a moment. Just by the grace of God. The Spirit of God came on him, and he said something so strange. He said, son, you're not going to call the garage. You're going to go back in your car, and you're going to start your car. But this time, your car will start. It was a word of knowledge. He said, your car will start, but this is going to be a sign from God that you're still a child of God and that you need to come back to the Lord and that you need to come back home. Go start your car. But my brother didn't think it was a good idea. So he said, no, not going to go start my, my car. But my dad was six foot three, 235 pounds, and he sang louder than the whole church all together. So he said, you're going to go start your car. And my brother said, all right, all right, all right, all right. So the kid went back in this car, and my dad followed him outside. It was minus a thousand. My dad with no coat on the outside. And he jumped in his car, he put the key in the contact, and my dad was just in front, front of the car. And before he turned the key, he looked at my dad and he did this. You know what this means? Same in French, English, Spanish, Chinese. Okay, the same. Crazy old guy. It's not gonna work. 
but he turned the key. And this time, the car didn't start. The car started so strong that it even exploded. It was like, and it was a big eight cylinder. The steering wheel was shaking in his hands, and he was like this. And my dad in front of the car was like this. He left again. He left again. He didn't repent. He left. But a couple of months later, we had a call. Mom, it's me. I have good news. I've met some Christian friends. I started going to church. I'm going to get baptized next month. And I want you and dad to come to my baptism. And by the way, I met a girl. She's Christian. And I want to marry her. Mom, dad, I'm back to the Lord. Mom, dad, I'm back home. Now, yeah, we can clap for this. My parents prayed with scriptures, with perseverance, with passion. In fact, they prayed with faith. This is what pray with faith is. It's not a weird thing. It's pray with scriptures, pray with passion, pray with perseverance. I don't know where you are right now, Sisters and brothers, have you stopped praying? Have you stopped believing God for big things? You know what we do as Christians? Sometimes we're so, so bizarre. We, we begin to pray small because we want to protect God's reputation if he don't answer our big prayers. God don't need you to protect his reputation. God wants you to pray big prayers according to his will. Have you stopped praying? Some of you have a mountain before you. Crisis in your family, in your marriage, with your children. Maybe you have a prodigal son or daughter. Maybe you have a crisis in your business or work or any other area of life have you stopped praying we'll keep praying it's time to go back to the altar this is the song they're playing right now we as Christians tend to think that the altar is the place you give your life to Christ and it's for unbelievers who come to Christ for the first time. Let me tell you, the altar is for every one of us. We need to go back there. Jacob went back to Bethel where he built this altar for the Lord. We need to go back to the altar every day and I guess some of you haven't for a long time time 
the only prayer time you had was as a tool to get what you want, not as, as a heart that will be aligned with the will of God so that his will would be done, not as a heart that will say, God, this is not a tool just to have my toys. God, this is a way that you provide for me to be in relationship with you. And in your presence at your altar, I receive fresh, fresh bread and fresh water for my soul. I really do think we all need to go back to the altar. And I had this... This, this thought this morning when I heard this song, I, I said, we need all of us to go back to the altar. So here's what I want to ask you to do. Can you just uh, stand up where you are? Stand on your feet, please. And uh, here's what I sense we have to do. Uh, no matter how long you're Christian, five minutes or 50 years, we all need to go back to the altar. So... In a second, what I will ask you to do is everyone, everyone, you'll come forward at the altar to respond to this message, to say, God, I need you. I don't care if you're saved. God, I need you. God, I will start again praying big prayers. Believe for big things. I will not fall on, in unbelief, in laziness. I will go in your presence and ask for big things and ask you to refresh me and to rebuild me. So can we right now, as a step of faith, tell our bodies something our soul needs is to come to the altar. So everyone, come back right now. We're going to just pray for a moment. We're going to sing this song, and I'm going to pray for you. Everyone in the balcony, you're, you're welcome. We would love you to come, every one of you to come here. And I want to, to pray this prayer for you. Can Come forward, come close, please, so that everyone can come. And as we come, we're going to sing this uh, chorus maybe two times, and I will pray after. So, brother and sister, lead us, please. Come on. Come to the altar. The altar, the Father's arms are says that the father's arms are open wide let me tell you the father's arms are always wide open always all the time no exception his mercy is greater than your sins than everything wrong you did his 
arms are stretching out to you. The question is not, are the Father's arms are open? The question is, your arms are open? That's the question. So we got to tell our soul and our heart something powerful this morning. We will answer back our Father who stretched his arms to us, and we will stretch our arms toward him. Can we just, can we just raise our hands, our hands toward God? And as we do this as a symbol, we say to our heart and to our soul, go in the Father's arms. Lord Jesus, we want you more in our lives. We don't want to live religious, boring lives. We don't want to pray only small prayers. We want to live in the supernatural of God, and we want to pray big prayers. And we will pray and keep praying for our sons and daughters and our prodigals and our neighbors and those mountains before us. God, we know that you're strong enough, that you're powerful enough to take them and, and throw them in the sea. You are so strong. We believe in a great, powerful God. And this God is our Father. And our hands are stretching out to you. We come back to the altar this morning and we pray that you will refresh our spiritual lives, refresh our prayer lives, refresh our quiet times in your presence, that this year, that this decade would be different than last year and last decade, because we're gonna go at the altar every day of our life. Lord Jesus, right now, I pray for those people who had stopped praying for big things. I pray now that they gonna pray again and again and again until they see the glory of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray and all the church say amen. And can we clap for Jesus this morning? Come on. Come on. He will answer you. He's so faithful. Can we sing this one more time together? Come to the altar. Let's go. Let's sing that.